welcome back to another episode. This is episode 5, I believe? 4 or 5. Anyways, I know that in the last episode, I talked about um, kind of the mentality that uh, we as diabetics have towards, you know, normal people and and what we think that normal people should be more understanding and whatnot. Now, I know that there's two sides to every coin. So I did mention that in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the other side, the side that is, you know, normal people's mentality towards diabetics and what we as diabetics can do better to uh, fit in to, I don't want to say fit into society, but essentially it does come down to some form of normalcy. And I think that this episode might actually turn into some sort of mentality episode where, you know, it's not just about the mentality of diabetics, but it's about the mentality of, you know, everyone. And even if you're a normal person, you might be able to get a lot out of this episode because a lot of it will be talking about mentality and the difficulty of diabetes in life and what that does to your mentality and how to overcome that. So I know for, uh, for, to start out, like, um, one of the things that we as diabetics don't really realize is that, um, we, we know we live with diabetes. We're reminded of it every single second of every single day. But if you put yourselves in the shoes of a normal person, all it's very different for a normal person to look at someone in a wheelchair who is physically disabled or someone who is walking around who needs oxygen or someone with autism. Those are physical things that normal people can see. So when they're treated differently or treated in some way that, you know, would give them an advantage if they were normal, um, the normal people are kind of understanding and they kind of understand that, hey, you know what, they are different, they have a disability, they are physically impaired, they need that little bit more access than I do. I can afford to, you know, maybe wait in line, stand here in line longer than they can. So they can go ahead, they, ha- they, they can go ahead of me. Whereas when we're diabetics, a lot of the time to normal people, we come across as normal. You know, there's not really anything physical about us that differs us from a normal person. The only thing that being might be, you know, an insulin pump or maybe a sensor on our arm or something like that. But let's be honest, those things are usually covered by our clothes most of the time. And even when they're not, people can, I know I've been mistaken for my sensor being mistaken for a nicotine patch. Um, So people can think even worse of you if like you're a smoker or something like that they might think even you know some people get really judgmental and will really judge you even differently beyond that so when we get special treatment um a lot of the time to normal people it it goes 
into their head as why is this person getting to cut in front of me in line? Why is this person being uh, allowed to eat a snack in class for those students out there? Why is this person um, allowed to go to the washroom when I asked the teacher or I was told I wasn't allowed to go? And this, you know, creates kind of an interesting thing because we as diabetics, a lot of people in this world, not only diabetics, but normal people, a lot of people who are motivational speakers or influencers will tell you, don't give a shit about what other people think. And although that is that is true to some extent the the problem is is that if we just say oh i don't care what normal people think about me getting special treatment they can continue to be mad they can continue to wonder why when we think like that we actually are hindering ourselves and the rest of the diabetics because what's happening is everyone who get special treatment will continue to be looked upon the same way by the same people. But if we were to just openly tell them why or be open about expressing why we're getting special treatment by saying, I'm diabetic, thank you for letting me cut in line, I'm diabetic, I'm low, I need sugar so I'm allowed to eat during class, things like that. The majority of normal people will then become understanding because although they weren't able to see your diabetes, they now understand that you do have diabetes and you are different. Now, that's not everyone. There are still, you know, that that percentage of the population that will be negatively judging you regardless of whether you have diabetes or not. And those, that is the population. Those are the people in the world that... Yes, you need to just say, I don't care what you think. Because no matter no matter the information you give them, no matter the amount of uh, knowledge you give them or express to them, they're not gonna they're either not going to understand or they're not going to want to understand. Those are the people who, you know, are quite selfish and ignorant and they don't really want to uh, face facts with anything outside of their own world. Um, so that kind of leaves us with saying that, you know, a solution to this in terms of the relationship between normal people and diabetics, a solution to this could be, you know, just being more open about diabetes and being more expressive about it. Not in a way that, you know, comes across as, you know, um, being super duper proud about it and rubbing it in everyone's face and saying, ha ha, I get special treatment because I'm diabetic. Not like that, but just being objective about it. And I think that this kind of creates another problem or it leads into another problem is because because we are different. And I think a lot, a lot more people go through this type of mentality than we realize but the mentality of kind of feeling sorry for oneself. And I think that if you consider 
someone with a disability or you consider someone with diabetes or someone who has something wrong with them, like long-term health condition, I think that to many people, they understand why they might feel sorry for themselves. And that is maybe a reason why we aren't able to express our diabetes or tell people about our diabetes because we feel sorry for ourselves. We don't feel like we're worthy or that we're the same value of that of a normal person. So by informing them that we're diabetic, we almost feel like we're a burden to, we're burdening them with our information. Um, But it does create kind of uh, another problem in terms of like maintaining a standard right because this mentality that again I think a lot more people have I think a lot of normal people have this and I think the majority of the population have this I think this might be a mentality thing that influences why people are so unsuccessful and I say unsuccessful because you know it determining I guess it depends on what you determine success as but the majority of the population is unhappy with what they do for work it wishes they could make more money wishes they could be happier wishes they did something different they're living with regret and they're feeling sorry for themselves and I think if you ask the majority of people are you successful the majority of people might say yes but I think they could feel like they could accomplish more And I think this comes from feeling sorry for ourselves. But the thing is, maintaining a standard as a diabetic is something that not only is extremely hard and borderline impossible, but it creates more of feeling sorry for ourselves because we have to maintain the standard of keeping a normal blood sugar range throughout the day, a normal blood sugar range throughout the day. And there isn't, there wouldn't be any problem with that if it wouldn't be so hard for diabetics. The fact that it's so hard and, again, borderline impossible gives us this kind of cycle. Um, and a lot of people maybe go through a similar cycle, but the cycle for diabetics tends to be that you know, you feel motivated to take care of your diabetes and to, you know, be a normal person and to maintain this standard. And you're really, you're taking care of your blood sugar. You're focusing on your diabetes all day, every day. And you know what? Maybe you have it in check. Maybe you don't have it in check. If you don't have it in check, you then say to yourself, you know what? I'm going to fix this. And you continue working on it. If you have it in check, that's great. Then what happens is we start realizing that, our whole life is taking care of ourselves and that we're not accomplishing anything in life that we want to accomplish. So what we start doing is we say to ourselves, okay, well, I've got my diabetes in check. So I can start focusing on things outside of my diabetes. I can start focusing and challenging myself um, in school, in my career, in life, trying to accomplish whatever I want to accomplish. The problem with this is that that takes away from our ability to focus on our diabetes. And then in turn, what happens is, yes, we might accomplish something, or yes, we might um, 
better ourselves, to be a better person, a better civilian society. But the issue then comes is that then our we start to re- slowly start to realize that our blood sugars are not the same or not in the same kind of range as they were when we were really focused on them, really taking care of them. And it becomes a kind of dilemma between where you put your effort, you know, where you allocate all your effort and time and where you prioritize it. And most people will say, well, okay, you should prioritize your diabetes, your health, and you should be happy with dealing with diabetes, being healthy. That should be your main priority. But the thing is that taking care of yourself your entire life doesn't make you feel like you're accomplishing anything. It's, it doesn't feel that way, which is why we need the things in life to feel fulfillment. But again, the problem with that is that our diabetes then suffers. And what happens is we get into the state of, you know, focusing on the positives of what we've accomplished and how far we've come. And then we get pulled down by the mentality of our blood sugar isn't good our A1C, which is essentially a three-month average of our blood sugar, is too high. And doctors are telling us to get better control of it. And what this results in is this results in us feeling bad again. It results in us feeling sorry for ourselves again. Like there's something wrong with us. Like we can't win no matter what. We can't win the game of life. We lose-lose either way. Either we win at diabetes and lose at the rest of life or we lose at diabetes and we win at the rest of life so it becomes a real big problem mentally with feeling sorry for ourselves so this cycle kind of goes on and on and continues but the thing is is that this is where the mentality comes in of not feeling sorry for yourself. I feel like with anything negative in life, um, that you need to accept it. And the reason why you need to accept it is because denying it won't make it go away. Life, we've been told from a young age, life is unfair. And we know this, life is unfair. But yet when something unfair happens to us or something negative happens in our life, we get upset over it and we ask why. Why did it have to happen? Why me? Well, if we know life is unfair, we should be expecting all these negative things in life to throw at us. And like we should be expecting that. And we should be prepared for that. And even if we're not prepared for it, when it does happen, we should say to ourselves, okay, I I didn't know that this was coming, but I knew something was coming, and I'm prepared to fight against it, and I'm prepared to accept it and move on. Because at the end of the day, although life is very unfair, life is is life is so complex when you look at the into specifics, but if you just look at the basics of life. Life is very simple. And keeping things simple is a way that, you know, we can that we can be more accepting. And a lot of us are unable to look at life as simple. 
And why? Why is this? Well, there could be many reasons, but in reality, our lives are the way we view them, and we think a lot about our lives, not so much as a macro point of view, but our individual lives. So we think so much about what we want to do, what we want to accomplish, that we get into these such specific things, these specific problems, these specific ideas, which is not a bad thing. But when we consider the simplicity of life, of just living, of being able to do what we want, to, in most countries, be free to make decisions, free to speak what we want, free to do what we want, you know, it, it really paints a picture of we shouldn't be feeling sorry for ourselves. So the thing is, is that this feeling sorry for ourselves can come from many different ways. This cycle that we go through as diabetics, even the cycle, the similar cycle that they go through as normal people. But like... I think that a lot of it comes from a lot of people not being able to face adversity and negativity. And I believe this happens because when hard things happen in life, we don't want to do them. It's human, and I say that not in a mean or derogatory way. I mean that in the fact that it's human nature. It's human nature for our and everything that happens within our body, in our life. We always want to do it the most efficient way possible. We want to use, exert as little energy as we can, whether we whether we consciously do it or not. We're wanting to use as little energy as possible, and the same thing happens with life. Although we know it's unfair, although we know negativity is going to be in our lives. Although we know things are going to happen, that's going to obstacles are going to pop up that we have to go around. We want it to be easy. So when hard things, when adversity adversity happens in our lives and comes our way, we tend to shy away from it and we tend to run and hide. And, and whatever other way we do with dealing with it. Now. Relating this to diabetes, the problem is with that is that we can't run and hide from our diabetes. We can't run and hide from diabetes in a way that you could run and hide from maybe a lie that you told that's now coming out to the people you told the lie to. And the thing is, is that we're forced into that room of diabetes, that that life of diabetes. We can't stand on the edge and hide and not be forced in. We, we are forced into it because we either have to deal with it or we die. Now the problem is, is that we even get to the ne- that, that next stage of facing the negativity and facing the adversity. You know, like I said, when people have hard things go on in life, they tend to run away. As diabetics, we're forced to stand there and face it, which is the first step. So we actually have an advantage over many other people because we're, we're forced to take the first step. And even though we might not be ready for it, we're, we're not looking forward to it. It's not something that's pleasant. We're forced to take the first step. 
But then what happens is then we still have this mentality of being shy, of running away, of not wanting to take care of the problem and the adversity that we have in our lives and the unfairness. So what we do is we never get past that first step. Meanwhile, the people who go on to be successful, whether they be normal people, diabetics, uh, you know, anything, any other inability, impairment, disability, those people are the ones who take that first step and say, I am going to challenge this. I know that this is a part of my life, but I'm going to take that step to meet it face on. And then what happens is they go past that. They take more steps in terms of acceptance. And along with acceptance comes accepting that other people are going to judge you. Other people aren't going to stand, understand what you're going through. Other people are going to say and judge and be mean to you. And, you know, with acceptance then comes kindness and empathy towards others and realizing that there are some people in the world who are ignorant there are some people who don't understand so there are some people who you just need to to not interact with and avoid and there's some people who spreading the idea of being diabetic might help not only them understand but they might help you in the future because more people will know about it So this kind of mentality of feeling sorry for yourself is kind of the first stage that you need to get past. You need to stop feeling sorry for yourself. You need to face whatever is happening in your life. Face the problems. Face the adversity. Now, one thing that I will say with diabetes, and this relates back to kind of diabetics but also normal people is a lot of people want to feel mentally secure secure in in kind of their life and what they have in their life and the security comes from uh being open and accepting that things are going to happen The security does not come from what everyone seems to think it comes from, which is getting life figured out. See, people want to figure out life, want to be successful, want to just have no problems in life. When really accepting that life is unfair and that there are going to be problems in life and you are always going to have to learn, you are always... This idea that you're always going to have to go through shit in life. You're always going to have to accomplish things. You're always going to have to learn. You're always going to have to be changing, adapting, and challenging yourself in life. And the reason that is, is because that's why life is unfair. It throws curveballs at you. And we're told this from a young age, but we never listen But this sense of security is is kind of it's not that there is no there will never be a sense of security in life. It's that we're looking at it the wrong way. The mentality of security comes from I have a career that I'm going to work, you know, 40, 45 years at 
and I'm going to then have a pension plan, I'm going to retire, and then I'm going to be able to travel, and I'm going to have, you know, a family and kids, and then I'm going to become a grandparent, and nothing else is going to happen in your life. Well, I hate to say it, but when you get older, health problems happen. And health problems happen when you're younger, too. I'm 24 years old, and I've had diabetes for over a decade. You know, people are going on to be professional athletes, and they have a career-ending injury. People are, want to be doctors, and then they fail out of school. You know, people are set up to be so successful, and then something negative happens. And so the security doesn't come from figuring everything out. Security comes from acceptance. It comes from accepting that things are shitty. Accepting that things are broken. Now, this does not say and does not mean that we should just look at life negatively. And not pursue the positives in life. And not try to fix life. You know. There are certainly broken things in life that. You know. Need to be fixed. And that is part of life. Is accepting that it's broken now. But working on it to make it better. That gives us a purpose. In life. And the thing is. Is that. If. Working on something. Makes you happy whatever that is, then because you realize that that happiness could be taken away from you at any moment, you enjoy that happiness more. Because you understand that life is going to throw curveballs at you and you're going to have to dip, dodge, hit them out of the park in order to in order to really feel secure and happy in your life. When you go on a vacation after working five years to, you know, uh, walk again after a car accident, you're going to enjoy that vacation so much more than you would have if you went on vacation every single year with a amazing paying job that gives you a month off every year. Because you won't be so used to it and you'll t- you won't take it for granted. So the mentality is is acceptance. Acceptance of the negative things, not of the positives. And it's okay to be optimistic. But just realize that, you know, you can want to be anything you want to be. You know, it goes back to, you know, your parents and teachers telling you when you're a kid, you can be whatever you want to be. You can dream the biggest dreams in the world. And you know what? You can get there. But you're not going to get there without adversity. And you're not going to get there without facing that adversity. And so... As normal people, bringing it full circle and talking about the relationship between normal people and the mentality of diabetics and that, as diabetics, we need to accept that we're diabetic, accept that we're different, face it head on, and we need to challenge ourselves to basically 
better our diabetes and ourselves in life. And we need to express our diabetes to normal people because they can be understanding. And I think that that is the biggest thing that normal people want us to realize is that diabetes shouldn't be holding us back. That's the thing is it's funny because normal people want us to be successful. They want us to realize we don't need special treatment all the time. We we don't need special treatment. And I don't think we want special treatment really because we want to be normal. The funny thing is, though, is that normal people want the special treatment. And they want the special treatment they want because they feel sorry for themselves, because they think something's wrong with them, their life. And they think that, you know, something's not good enough in their life and that something's gone wrong. And therefore, they should be compensated for it. When really, it's the same thing. It's just a different problem. Face your adversity. Face your challenges, face life and the unfairness, and start doing what you want to do. That is basically what what I have for today, and that's kind of the mentality that I think not only diabetics need to really accept and go go and work on, but I think that normal people, a lot more normal people should be working on it as well. And this isn't going to take, you know, a change overnight. This is going to be probably years and years and years of facing adversity and and heading on, heading straight at it and accomplishing it and defeating it. It might be something like diabetes where you have to defeat it every single day for the rest of your life. But whatever it is, you can do it. I know you can. And you know you can. And I know you know you can because you've heard of stories of other people doing it. You know? Whether it be something that is exactly this, a problem that's very, very similar to your problem that you're facing. Or whether it be something that is totally different, but it's just the fact that you know, someone did something unbelievable. You can do something unbelievable too. Why not you? So I'm going to end it there. Thank you for listening. Um, whether you're listening on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you're listening, uh, please leave a review and a rating um, if you liked what you're listening to. And don't be afraid to share this podcast because... The more people who hear it, the better, just like, you know, expressing uh, out there knowledge about diabetes, the more people who hear it, the better. Um, So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you next week.